Welcome back, everyone. So part of this episode is that since the three of us work in news, we obviously covered a lot of different topics, whether national or local. So we decided to pick some of the at least a few topics that we felt needed are worth mentioning for our 2020 wrap up. So we're going to rapid fire a few, not spend too much time, but these are topics that you should know about. And the first one is drum roll, please. Manny, go. Um, rapid fire, go. Okay, so really cool. <laughs> five things that happened. Uh, five things that happened this year. The U.S. got to launch humans back from space from Cape Canaveral, from our you know great USA. Um, it was the first private company to pay people into orbit. SpaceX, go SpaceX! Woo. And they just recently launched another uh, four-man crew to space. So awesome! Actually, three-man, one-woman crew. Um, can't forget J Lo, Shakira, Super Bowl halftime show. First Latinas double headline, a freaking Super Bowl halftime show. What a great moment for Hispanics. Biggest Um, Pentagon released some files of quote-unquote UFOs. They wouldn't confirm they were UFOs, but they looked like UFOs, guys. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. And who could forget, we saw Tiger King. The whole nation fell for Tiger King. Everywhere you go, Tiger King became a pop cultural phenomenon. There were even Tiger King costumes this Halloween. I almost bought one with my girlfriend. No. And lastly, (laughs) the Catholic world was in complete shock when the Holy See announced himself. The one man away from God himself said, that he was in favor of same sex, same sex unions. Shocking, 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 shocking. All right. Now let's spend a few to discuss some of these. First of all, the Pope saying that he's about same sex marriage. Like I remember that being a huge deal before, like no way. Mind you, it's been like same sex marriages have been legal for a minute. And some Catholic churches were allowing like same-sex couples to attend their church but the pope stamped it official but in some yeah. states it's not it, it's not legal yet in all states i just wanted to point that out that unfortunately it's it's not a thing everywhere Boo, we're just, in 2021 i think it's definitely hot item conversation to have with your catholic families <laughs> at the dinner table for the holidays <laughs> yeah my, or hey, just, or just conservative families in general so that we're yeah. not we're not uh <laughs> talking about one specific religion and let's not forget J-Lo and Shakira because it wasn't just J-Lo and Shakira on that stage. Yes, we had a Colombian and a Puerto Rican there. Yes, the, those women are absolutely fabulous and extremely athletic for the age that they're at. I mean, I'm never going to look that good or as good as J-Lo at 50. But <laughs> J Balvin and Bad Bunny were there too. So we had this super Caucasian crowd cheering for American football. You know, American football does not really exist in Latino countries. 
But here we go. People singing and rapping in Spanish and it was amazing. I remember I remember some colleagues of mine were like shocked that that even happened and they were kind of disappointed. Like they understood and they appreciated it for what it was. But a lot of them were like, well, we don't understand this music. Like, how do I even know these were in the top charts? So I kind of had to explain that, you know, even though they know who Shakira is and who J-Lo are, they didn't know about J Balvin and and Bad Bunny, and they were like, oh, that this should be like an all-inclusive thing. So I just thought that was an interesting perspective. Oh my gosh, I actually like heard some mad hate, people complaining about what Shakira and J-Lo were wearing, and I'm like, y'all just jealous because you can't rock that now, but whatever. I just want to mention that Shakira has 16 uh, Latin Grammys, so um, that is a lot of talent for one stage. She sings rock, she sings um, any type of Arab music, she can do it, she loves to do it, and she speaks it. She's a and also descent. on the on the Arab note, as a Lebanese myself, that whatever she did that became a meme and people started like saying, "What the hell was that?" That's actually like a popular like Arab calling. It's like a celebratory thing. Yes, go to a. Wedding I didn't. Show. I didn't. I know that actually. I didn't know that. Um, oh my gosh! Yes, but but yeah, just for people who didn't know, like that was done on purpose. What a great empowering moment for Hispanics. I just want to say, I felt like, oh my God, that was the best. I don't know if it was just me because I'm Hispanic, but I was like, that was the best halftime, Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen. Unpopular opinion. I actually didn't love it. I appreciated it, but I, it was okay. I don't know. Throw Danny. I'm muting her mic. I'm, she said she didn't <laughs> like Bad Bunny. She, I'm, she's, her, I'm done. Next, for Bad next. Bunny episode two, if you haven't already. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. going to space real quick because I live near the space coast. Super awesome. Elon Musk actually had a child with R.O. Grimes. Um, that's his girlfriend, not his wife. And how adorable that the kid's name is basically a Wi-Fi password. So <laughs> while being a father to a newborn, he was also trying to learn how to test all of these rockets to send people to space and on a little new ca astronaut capsule. So the biggest deal, just in case you're not that familiar with space, is that NASA would spend billions of dollars to send a rocket. They couldn't reuse it. So building a rocket costs a lot of money. Sending it to space costs more money. But now SpaceX has made it that you can reuse the rockets and reuse these capsules. So it saves us a lot of money. It still costs a few billion dollars. But shout out to Elon Musk for more than just Tesla. Three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff of the Falcon 9 and Crew Dragon. Go NASA. Go SpaceX. Godspeed. Bottom dog. Go SpaceX. All right, Danny. Ready? Drum roll, please. Your five points. Rapid fire. Go. So let's not forget that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, quit the royal family. Basically, they shocked both sides of the pond on January 8th, on, yeah, January 8th when they announced that they were stepping down as senior royals. The couple said they wanted to make their own money, splitting their time between the UK and the US. Ah, uh, yes. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. I don't... I don't what? The royals. Next. Uh, big deal. You're Come a hater. hater. No. Number two, Harvey Weinstein's verdict. The disgraced Hollywood kingmaker was convicted on February 24th of raping an aspiring actress and sexually abusing a TV and film production assistant. The trial means so much to so many, but it will mean the most to the brave women testifying and to all of us silence breakers. The verdict was celebrated by his dozens of accusers and their supporters as part of the Me Too movement. A win for women, I must say. Boo, Harvey Weinstein, who supposedly did the dirty on a plan in a corner. Ew. 
Um, we already mentioned the impeachment of President Donald Trump. That was my number three. Number four was the Supreme Court ruled that no one can be fired for being gay or transgender, which I think that's a huge milestone. Um, and oh, yeah, the 2020 Summer Olympics were supposed to take place in Tokyo this year because of COVID, like everything else that's being canceled. That was postponed until 2021. Wow, so wow, we'll see if wow. that happens. They're keeping the 2020 logo, by the way, but they're just displaying it in 2021. <laughs> that's so weird. I mean, it's I approve. It's kind of weird because it's the Olympics. But, you know, shout out to Tokyo for being able to bounce back, I guess. They're still going to have that major event. Guys, I'm an avid Olympics watcher Are like you? i it's Can't relate. so i love it i love it for the both Olympics summer ceremony. and winter i love i like the summer olympics better because of the sports mm -hmm. but winter olympics super cool it's just really cool seeing all these different sports and like the camaraderie and your your aspire you know you're rooting for your country that's kind of racist but you're just rooting <laughs> for them oh my god i mean i'm a bigger fan whatever country you're part of but that's fine or I'll root for my third world country, Cuba, if they have participating athletes. Participating, yeah. They have a great indoor female volleyball team. <laughs> yes. I think it's truly amazing that all of these athletes literally dedicate their entire life to their career to yes. basically represent their country. And I think a lot of people don't know this, but I'm going to mention this fun fact that they actually have to pay for their medals. They're not yep. given to them. Like if you win one, you have to pay thousands of dollars plus like the tax fee and all that stuff. So yeah, I think that's bogus because they spend all that money and life training, like the least that I don't know the Olympic committee could do is give them their award photo free, but whatever. It's well, same thing for Emmys and, and, oscars and all that yeah, stuff but they like, hand out way more oscars and emmys than they do like olympic medals that's i'm true. just saying that's true um yeah. but to another point speaking of famous people with lots of money um the infamous mexit um manny it's a big deal because it could show that the royalty or like i would say um the slight fakeness of royalty uh it's just on an it's just in a name and them stepping down but still being famous and like doing their quote unquote duties like it just shows that birthright like might not be such a big deal in the near future that's why these senior royals are a big deal okay because they're paving the way for other future royals <laughs> I, who are born I, I have i have not been convinced one single bit to care <laughs> Of these insignificant monarchy that pose no political power and are just there to look pretty and, and yet make how money. How many off. hundreds of, I think, thousands of people watched the wedding? Yeah, I, I watched it. It's a tourist attraction. It's a tourist attraction. England keeps <laughs> that shit. It's a tourist attraction. Oh my God, the Royals, the Royals. No, like, oh my God, I, the I agree. Like, I really don't care when they had their kid. Like, I didn't care about any of that stuff. I, didn't I only care about the Mexit because it just proves that one day the Royals won't be such a phenomenon that they are now. Like, I don't think. Oh, so. Why are they a phenomenon? That'd be interesting to delve into, like, the history of that. And, because like, why you're a so monarchy. People don't let shit go. Like, <laughs> because people romanticize the idea of, like, a they queen do. and a king and prince and princess. And oh my god, look at the fairy tale wedding with like the horse-drawn <laughs> carriages. Oh my god, they're waving at the balcony. If your girlfriend, oh if your girlfriend ends up marrying you, she and does she not like follow the royals. She doesn't follow the royals. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. okay. So, so like a carriage and stuff. I'm gonna remember this. <laughs> 
Um, well, you know what? It doesn't mean I'm against it. There's a lot of Supreme Court rulings. And I just want to say, like, this was a huge win for the LGBTQ plus community. So we need to give it its time. A round of applause. Because even though it's not a race or ethnicity, I think it is important that now the Supreme Court ruled for sure that for being gay or transgender, you can't be fired. So that's a mm-hmm. little more peace for people who are who are either trying to figure themselves out or mm. true to themselves. And I love that. Here for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Someone drum roll me. And now for Gabby's top five events of 2020. Drum roll. <laughs> Sound effects. Supreme Court ruling. DACA made a comeback. Hallelujah. That is Ooh. awesome. Like to see this navigating through the courts. Um, let's talk about the shift in entertainment and the streaming popularity popularity. I know everyone talked about Tiger King for like a few weeks, but a whole slew of other shows that if you didn't have an, a Netflix account, you weren't keeping up with it. Plus, movie theaters weren't a thing this year. The Beirut explosion, really sad, but most people found out what Beirut was because of it and uncovered more governmental accountability and Manny already said the that the UFO footage but also the pandemic kind of caused the first female recession I'll get into that um just to, before we get on to lighter topics they're calling it the she session so feminist e- economist and honestly economists in general verdict still out or whether or not we're in a recession I say the unemployment rate was pretty close enough um but even though men were more likely to die from COVID, women are more likely to work low-wage jobs, and a lot of them lost them, or because of daycares being closed, or just, you know, being a mom. You had to pick between being a mom or working during the pandemic. A lot of women lost their jobs, and there's a lot of single moms out there who we, we all know women are so infamously paid much less than men. So it was a struggle to make ends meet during a time where unemployment was just up and down per se and right now they're saying that women are the ones hit hardest by this unemployment if they found new jobs they're still not getting paid as much as men or they're working overtime or being stretched thin so i just think it's interesting that 2020 can be tallied as a year that had the first female recession and they don't think the female population is going to bounce back until like 2022 that's crazy i know but my favorite okay. one of all of these was if you heard my cutting the cord episode, my as if I start in it, our cutting yeah, the cord okay. episode, you know that I'm a big fan of streaming and saying goodbye. But I think we're going to be saying goodbye to movie theaters pretty soon with how streaming. No, you mentioned that. I don't and think like so. I was tearing I up a little so. bit. I love movies so much and I love like the fun that comes with like. I don't know, ordering your popcorn and sitting down in the big screen. I love all of that. And I'm sorry, it's just not the same watching it in your living room. You can at me all you want, but it's not the same. People like Danny are going to keep the movie industry alive. It's still it's it's still a place to escape, I feel, mm-hmm. especially during the pandemic, Gabby. Like now people want to go. I mean, I not know, with Rona. But did you not but see I think- all the movies that are going to be premiering in theaters and on whatever streaming platform? Like... If you don't have, I mean, not that'd be fine, but as no, long not as all there's of them. the option. Yeah, but I'm I just think, saying it's shifting. I don't think it's going to die. It's shifting. No, I agree. I, it's look, shifting. 
Guys, we already talked about this. <laughs> I'm just saying they're going to be like drive-in movie theaters, a novelty. This is like the newspaper controversy that they they always say it's going to die out, blah, blah, blah. Has it shifted to like a digital age? Yes. Do we still have newspapers? None of us yes. have newspapers. Well, we probably... Let's just be clear about that. Bye. Or more Bye. listen to cutting the cord episodes. It's about cutting your cable cord and not the, uh, that the other cord. The umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so good, so good, um so daca making a comeback um can we discuss Ooh, how great year hundreds of thousands of youth i say youth because they're not they can only be a certain age to be daca qualified or to be qualified for daca but their whole lives were caught in the courts and the supreme court came out with a ruling saying that even though the trump administration was challenging it saying that the Obama era executive order giving undocumented youth the ability to have a, so, a temporary social security and a temporary visa like status to be in the United States if they were brought to this country um, at a young age. The Trump administration was saying like that was not possible or that should be considered illegal. And the Supreme Court was like, hey, um, not that DACA is legal per se, but the way you're arguing it is no good. So it could still be up in the air come 2021. We're not sure, but it's going to take a while to make it up to the top of the courts again. And it just they just recently opened it too that you can be a new applicant because for the longest time... You weren't, yeah, they weren't taking new applicants. Mm-hmm, you could only renew. For the longest time, you couldn't even renew as well. So it was a lot of people just waiting on, the, on this temporary visa to see what was going to happen. Yeah. And... I'm just saying a lot of people are coming into 2021 with a little more peace because seven people on a bench made this decision. Going back to the Beirut explosion for a quick second, um, those who did not know, the explosion killed at least 200 people and injured around 5,000 others. That's according to BBC. And this was all because of government negligence at the end of the day, which was pretty sad and maybe another common theme of 2020 and the past... 60 years, I guess, (laughs) somewhere in the world of government negligence. But on that note, I really just want to mention the UF files that the Pentagon released. UFO, yeah. (laughs) The UFO. Because 2020 is not over. And what a great way to end the year if outer beings decided to visit our planet. I mean, we're going to space now and apparently Mars, so... It's what a time to be alive. So we can't go out of our houses, but we, we can fly to space. I, listen, mm-hmm. astronauts have to quarantine much like we've quarantined this year. So if the astronauts can do it, we can make it happen too. That being said, I also want to mention one really important thing that happened this year. We officially launched Oya Let's Talk, the podcast. This is season one, y'all, and we've done so many different topics and you y'all have heard us laugh argue laugh some more and it's been a great year overall yay thank to you us, congratulations yes yay to us for making it this far and really me having this project grow and blossom and shout out to all our listeners to the people who we know and we don't know Thank you for tuning in and clicking on us. And we're here to continue conversation and talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of stuff cooking for the next year. But thank you to everyone who joined us for season one. Every text mattered. Every shout out on Instagram was heartfelt and pushes us to do more. 
because this is a passion project and we've definitely squeezed it into our ever-changing news schedules. But the whole idea is to talk about the topics that affect millennials and our specific Latinx community. And you all have pushed us, making us believe that we're doing the right thing and that we're doing it with some lighthearted gusto. So with that being said, I hope everyone can look back and reflect on 2020, not only on just the bad that has happened, but on the good things and the ways that you've grown, because we've all adapted, I think, for the better. So don't forget to look back at 2020, write it all down when you're making your New Year's resolution, say, oh yeah, I did that, and bring that life to 2021. Thank you for wrapping up the year with Manny. And rambling with Danny. And Chismeando with Gabby. Stay tuned for the next season of Oye, Let's Talk.